Stand by for places, please. Stand by for places. Thank you. We are standing by. Hi, I'm Frida. And I'm Graydon. And we wanted to introduce our new podcast, Stand By for Places. We're both theater people, and early in the pandemic, we were talking about wanting to find a creative outlet since there was no live theater for audiences to enjoy. The idea started with a phone call between me and my friend Margie Zarcone, trying to figure out some way to bring back radio plays. We loved the idea of gathering around a fire to tell stories, or the families sitting by the radio waiting for the latest episode of The Lone Ranger. The goal was to bring it back to a simpler time, but with the use of modern technology. Not only would it bring theater to audiences, but also give opportunities to our friends in the industry who call the theater their home. So here we are. We'll be releasing weekly installments of plays beginning on October 28th with Act 1 of The Importance of Being Earnest and progressing from there. And here's a preview of The Importance of Being Earnest by Oscar Wilde. We can't wait to share this with you. Places, please. The first. Morning room in Algernon's flat in Half Moon Street. The room is luxuriously and artistically furnished with a couch and fireplace. The sound of a piano is heard in the adjoining room. As Lane arranges afternoon tea on the table, the music ceases and Algernon enters. Did you hear what I was playing, Lane? I didn't think it polite to listen, sir. I'm sorry for that. For your sake, I don't play accurately. Anyone can play accurately, but I play with wonderful expression. As far as the piano is concerned, sentiment is my forte. I keep science for life. Yes, sir. And speaking of the science of life, have you got the cucumber sandwiches cut for Lady Bracknell? Yes, sir. By the way, Lane, I see from your book that on Thursday night when Lord Shawman and Mr. Worthing were dining with me, eight bottles of champagne are entered as having been consumed. Yes, sir. Eight bottles and a pint. Why is it that as a bachelor's establishment, the servants invariably drink the champagne? Uh, I merely ask for information. I attribute it to the superior quality of the wine, sir. I have often observed that in married households, the champagne is rarely of a first-rate brand. Good heavens! Is marriage so demoralizing as that? I believe it is a very pleasant state, sir. I have had very little experience of it myself up to the present. I have only been married once. That was in consequence of a misunderstanding between myself and a young person. I don't know that I am much interested in your family life, Lane. No, sir. It is not a very interesting subject. I never think of it myself. Very natural, I am sure. That will do, Lane. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Lane's views on marriage seem somewhat lax. Really, if the lower orders don't set us a good example, what on earth is the use of them? They seem, as a class, to have absolutely no sense of moral responsibility. Mr. Ernest Worthing. How are you, my dear Ernest? What brings you to town? To hear how the play ends, don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe.